Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. Oh, wow. Welcome to the Hue Virtual Chat. It is number 45. Wow. And we're getting close to the end of 2020. So it's going to be a big, huge show. It's our last show for 2020. So let's open up the doors to all of our lovely ladies and a a few surprise guests. Okay, here we go. Oh, my goodness. Look at all these faces. It is so amazing. Hello, Mm -hmm. everybody. I can't. Yeah. See, my screen is a little further away, so like the boxes are really small. So if I'm leaning forward, <laughs> I'm just trying. Oh, Robin, you look spectacular. Oh, and there's Katie. Give a wave, Katie. Oh. And JC Caldo. Hey, nice to meet you virtually. So we've got a big show. We've got a lot of guests. Oh, kisses to Cynthia. And welcome back, Maria. So good to see you, too. Uh, and the Santa hat on Charlotte, too, of course. Oh, my goodness. This is so great. And Kelly, so good to see you, too. Give a wave. I know some some of uh, people haven't met each other. So, you know, feel free to all ask questions, too, as well. I am actually, uh, you are all muted right now. So when you need to go to speak, unmute yourselves. I'm going to go to Katie first. Katie, representing Row Winnipeg Ballet. And, you know, needless to say, it's all about the arts and culture in this first half hour or so anyway. So we're here to celebrate. And I'm going to Katie first because, well, she's a dancer and she has physiotherapy. <laughs> physiotherapy is way more important. <laughs> and during this time, I guess, obviously with the pandemic, that must be a, a bit of an issue too, right, Katie? Do we lose you, Katie? Oops. We lost her. Okay. Oh, we got her back on. Uh, do you have audio? Katie, you might be muted. Oh, there we go. Is that working? Can you hear me? Yes, it's working now. Wonderful. Yes. Sorry about that. We had a little technical difficulty over here. <laughs> oh, no worries. No worries. No, I was just saying that, uh, you know, physiotherapy is very important to dancers. And even though we're in a pandemic and we're not really performing, the injuries don't stop and all that. And actually it's probably been a good time, right? For dancers to recoup and get their bodies back, correct? Yeah, it's actually, it's been really nice. I had a couple of lingering injuries from previous season that actually had time to settle down and I had time to focus on recovery. So it was one of the very few silver linings to this pandemic, but you got to count them when you can. So, Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, we are going to have a little bit of Christmas. Thank you to the Rowan Pig Ballet, the Nutcracker Suite. will be coming to us virtually. So fill us in on how this is all going to go down, Katie. 
Well, it's a really different experience for all of us this year, but I think uh, there's a saying in the dance world that the Nutcracker is usually people's least favorite ballet because you do it every single year and it gets repetitive and the music's the same. But this year, the fact that we actually get to do some sort of Nutcracker, I don't think the company's been more excited to perform Nutcracker <laughs> as they have been this year. Um, so it's very different. Um, the company's currently divided into three cohorts uh, with approximately eight or nine dancers per group. Um, we're wearing masks for the entire performance and we are socially distant on stage. So the only partnering that you will see um, is going to be done between people who are actually real life romantic couples and live in the same household. Every, everybody else is not partnering, they're not touching. Um, and it's filmed in Studio 116, so it's uh, been converted into sort of a black box theater, they're calling it. There's minimal sets, there's lighting, there's costumes, and there's the music. So a little bit of a different storyline, too. Um, some of the sections we just, it's not possible to do with such small groups. Um, and a lot of the sections have actually been re-choreographed uh, by the dancers to accommodate the fact that we can't partner for certain things. So sections like Spanish and Arabian, which typically have some partnering involved are completely different, completely reimagined by the dancers. So it's gonna be a really special Nutcracker this year. I'm really excited to see how it all comes together. And what parts are you playing? Because I know that everybody plays multiple parts, right, in Nutcracker. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, my cohort, um, we are doing half of the battle scene. The battle scene's been divided into two of the cohorts. So we are really fat gray mice for, <laughs> for one section. Um, and then I'm in the reimagined Spanish dance. And then I'm also in the women's pot of cat in the pink Waltz of the Flowers costumes. So that one's actually quite similar to what it normally would be, but the rest are a little bit different. Of course, and that's got to be one of the uh, hardest and uh, parts for the women, and I remember that oh so well. <laughs> yep, it really is. Those jumps on point. Yes. No. Uh, and what has it been like for you personally, Katie? I know everybody has their own personal stories to tell, but how has this affected you? Good and or bad? Um, it's it's definitely been a roller coaster. There's been a lot of really low lows, but there's also been some really good highs as well. Kind of like I said earlier, there is some silver linings through all of this, but it's been, it's been really challenging. Um, being a ballet dancer, there's already so little job security. And now to have a pandemic that essentially shut us down for almost eight months. But the question on my mind for a lot of it was, is the ballet world's going to survive this thing. And for a while, it didn't look good. Um, we tried to stay optimistic. We tried to keep in some sort of shape doing ballet class in our kitchens and in our living rooms and uh, in apartments and in houses that don't have proper flooring. It's really difficult to stay in shape. So it was, it was very challenging, but I actually think the pandemic has brought our company even closer together because we all could kind of share in the experience together and we kind of lifted each other up when we needed and once we actually got back into the studios everybody was just ecstatic i personally <laughs> noticed an incredible change in my day-to-day -day mood as soon as we were able to start taking classes back in i think it was late july that we were mm -hmm. slowly slowly starting to come back in two at a time in one studio 
once every three or four days that was it but even that was just like i'm home <laughs> it was really nice uh, and now we're now we're doing nutcracker in some shape or form so yes so for the rest of us so um this will be this will be virtually there will be a link that you can purchase and so uh, katie do you have any information more on that on how we can yeah. get it? So if you visit our website at rwb.org and you either can go to what's on or buy tickets and it'll be pretty obvious the Nutcracker Suites will be available uh, to buy tickets through our website. Um, and then there's three performances, I believe, the 23rd, the 26th and the 27th. So it'll be the same show and you'll get um, a Zoom link emailed to you, I believe, the morning of the show. Uh, and we actually filmed everything last week. So it's in the editing process right now. Um, the dancing will not be live. I believe there was talk about having a live component with Andre Lewis introducing the production. Um, so I believe that part might be live. Uh, and then the rest of the dancing is pre-recorded to try to flow together as best as possible when everything's divided into three cohorts. Wow. Well, we can hardly wait to see all of the company on stage. And I think that will happen, you know, sooner, yeah. sooner than we think. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, you know, thank you so much, Katie, for taking the time. You know, please stay until your appointment. Of course. <laughs> And we all send our love to all of the dancers and Andre and Tara and all of the staff. Uh, we're going to hear too on how Kelly and her staff and, and actors have pivoted too as well. It's just been a, a crazy, crazy year, especially for all of our talented arts and culture people. And uh, we all send our love and, and show our support. So anybody, please go to rwb.org and you can find all the information on the Nutcracker Suite. And look out for a little fat gray mouse that might be uh, Kel <laughs> Katie. <laughs> okay, thanks so much. Well, I, we're going to keep on in the arts and culture. So I'm going to go over to Kelly. Give a wave, Kelly, if so all the other can see who you. Hi, how have you been? I mean, it's a rhetorical question. I hate saying it, but last time I think you were on was you know way back in late spring, and you know everybody making all sorts of different plans, correct? Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, you know, it's for all of us, it's been a roller coaster year. Um, I don't think there's one person that's, <laughs> that can deny what, a, what an odd and strange year we've all had, but certainly for us in the performing arts, it's, it's been uh, hugely challenging because our business is gathering, you know, large groups of uh, people together to tell stories. So, um, but we're so excited to release All is Bright. Um, it's a holiday variety show, songs and stories of the season. Um, like uh, Katie, we, we, you know, everything, everyone was masked except for the, when singers sang, but all the musicians around them, everyone was socially distanced. Um, and uh, like, like the Nutcracker, uh, the only pairing are actually bubbled in real life. So they're, they're safe. Um, but everybody was so thrilled to come back to the building and uh, to, to make art again. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's been a drought for all of us and, and to actually, you know, come together to make this has been amazing. We, um, we shot it over three days in the John Hirsch main stage. 
um, and all around the building. So it's a love letter to theater. It, it's very much theater on film. Um, it, it several times during uh, the performance, it pulls the curtain back and shows you how we make uh, theater magic happen uh, in, in a film context. So um, there's some really exciting uh, numbers that, that, sh that showcase the theater and, and, uh, and also showcase the building. We have, um, there's the most incredible epic uh, shot of uh, Stephanie Sai singing uh, Hamig Pasco, which is a uh, Tagalog uh, Christmas carol uh, mashed up with A Silent Night. And she's in our front lobby um, like no one has probably ever seen our front lobby. It's like beautifully uh, lit um, columns of, of blue that uh, from floor to ceiling. And she she's, she does, does a stunning performance. Um, we have, you know, Corey Wojek is, is singing uh, Jingle Bells in our paint shop uh, with musicians. Uh, it's all decked out with the holiday cheer. Um, but you know, we really wanted to uh, to to have a diverse array of of stories being told and and to show, showcase as many people as possible uh, in the performance. But it's it's a real holiday treat. We do this um, fantastic salute to the magic of our fly galleries. You'll see it when you see the show. But it it really shows an audience. It shows what our naked stage looks like, which our audience has probably never seen before, uh, and then shows all the magic flying in. In fact, we uh, we borrowed a, a backdrop from the Nutcracker. <laughs> they weren't using it this year. Um, uh, the Brian Perchelek uh, had had originally designed. So, so yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's been such a treat to put it together, and um, you know, it's part of uh, Safe at Home Manitoba, uh, sponsored by the province. So it it, it was a uh, you know it's. It's been uh, hugely uplifting to all of us. I think all of us for a long time hoped that we could deliver something live on stage by by the holidays, but it was not to be. So this is a this is a great you know it's my first foray into theater on film, and uh, I could get kind of addicted to it. Actually, I had a lot of fun making it. So yeah, but I'd, obviously we're all craving to come back to our live uh, our live audience sometime I soon. Oh, I, I, it just sounds like an amazing experience. And who knows, it might be the offshoot to, yeah, like you said, more projects. I was just going to throw it out to Kelly and to Katie. And it's just because for myself, too, being a former dancer and, and being in a studio and everything like that, um, you, you experienced or you said, uh, spoke of the excitement about people coming back to the building. Did you notice that you were really excited about the smell of the building? I know it's kind of a weird <laughs> thing, but you know, the smell when you step on stage and, and that air, I, I, you're laughing, so I'm not too far off. Katie? Um, truthfully, all we can smell right now is the cleaning solution. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I think if we got back to the actual theater, I would 100% agree with you. It does have yeah. a very particular smell that I can't quite describe but yeah right now everything just smells like sanitizer true, true. I forgot about that and well but Kelly though even like when you step on stage though right like it, it, it does have that different feeling yeah there's an energy I mean you know yeah. all of us were wearing masks that were were yeah. on, uh, the crew side so um I, I not really any smell of anything but um <laughs> But you know, there's there's this epic moment where uh, 
we do Carol of the Bells instrumental and it's somebody's in the audience and two people are on stage and it's kind of a circular um, uh, performance with the musicians and deliberately placed in the middle of the house um, to and the, uh, the lights of the audience slowly rise and it's just this it's a beautiful um, you know, testament to to the energy in that room because for 60 years stories have been told in that, you know, on the stage. And that's it, it's a super powerful energy to see that the, the, it's an empty audience, but mm-hmm. it, it holds so much energy and it kind of uh beckons its audience back with the energy of, of the the, um, the music. So so no wow. smell, but uh, lots of energy. <laughs> no smell. Okay. <laughs> I, no, what just as you're describing it, you know, it's just in my mind and I brought back a lot of memories. So Kelly, where can we get the link and uh, for more information, just on the website? Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's free, um, but uh, it's a gift from MTC to everyone uh, in Manitoba. But it's um, you just go to uh, royalmtc.ca um, mm-hmm. and look for All Is Bright and click click the link. Um, and we we just want to put it through our box office so that we you know we can register people and we can give them a digital program and, and make sure that they can get into the link. And the link is live. Uh, from December 19th, so this Saturday night, uh, all the way till um, New Year's Eve, so December 31st. Oh. So you can watch it as many times as you want. Um, yeah, so we're excited. Oh, well, we all thank all of you at the Royal MTC. And oh, you know what? And we love and support all of the local actors, too, that have graced those stages. And um, send my love to Stephanie and to Debbie and all the rest, too. I'm, you got to work with a, an incredible cast, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, I love the cast. <laughs> uh, we, we thank you. So and that's going to be a nice segue to maybe a, uh, a new debut on Royal MTC when it gets back. JC Caldo, welcome. I know you, you might be a little outnumbered here with all these ladies, but you know, hey. No, no. <laughs> Get to know Man. Kelly Thornton, artistic director. Okay, sir. Hello, hello. Oh Hello. So J.C. Caldo is a singer-songwriter, and I guess you have written an epic song, um, (laughs) Quarantine Christmas. So take it away, J.C. It's It's a quarantine Christmas. (laughs) Man, it makes me so happy just hearing Katie, Kelly, and just uh, just the talks about still making music and art be a part of our lives. I believe that it's uh, an essential thing to have right now. Music is very healing and art is very healing. So when when uh, I teamed up with Tad and Jordan on making a it's a quarantine Christmas, we really wanted to bring light it into uh, the situation that we're all in and kind of just you know having fun with with this quarantine holiday season that we're all kind of experiencing. So that's kind of where 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 it was born out of. Uh, we wanted to make a a tune. Uh, inspired by kids, dedicated for kids. So, yeah. Aw. And, <laughs> and t- give us a little background, too, on how you even got into all of this, JC. Oh, man. Uh, well, I, I grew up with a karaoke machine. I'm Filipino. I, I, I'm i pretty sure I, I sang before I, I, I could even speak. And uh, just out of high school, I, I wanted to kind of just follow my heart and, and see where 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 the arts will take me, and I was I was uh, taken under the wing of my theater mentor Joseph Cervillo, who showed me the community here in the city, and I was blown away with just the amount of talent and and light that 
that comes from this community and I instantly just want to be a part of it. So I've just kind of been exploring my, my space since, since then, so yeah. And then how has this whole pandemic affected you, JC? Obviously it's led you into more music, but um, you know, family, friends, and just trying to navigate through all of this. What's your journey been like? Oh man, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's been challenging to say the least, but I feel like, I feel like it just made our community a lot stronger and it just put the importance of, of it just, it just made our, our connection just a lot more important. It just put emphasis on that of how important it is to, to, to be with our loved ones and to really spend time with them and to, and to just value the things that we already have and, and, and just being content with that. You know, I'm really learning to, to celebrate the simple joys in life and, and the people that I have currently. Yeah. Aww. Well, we really hope. And did you actually, I wanted to talk to you about the song itself, right? Yes. And you're giving proceeds of the song. Yes. Yes. We are donating 50% of the proceeds towards the Music Equals program. It is a, a program from MCMA where, where they will be providing access to music towards underserved communities, specifically children. Like I said, I believe music is, is very healing. So it's, it's an important part of, of children's development. And uh, yeah, it's just really important. And I really believe in the cause. So we decided to, to give to that oh, for awesome. this song. Yes, and so, and where can we get the song? I, and will you be able to do it, perform for us? <laughs> I can, I can, this is actually a, a sister track to, to two songs. And, oh. and I, yes, we, we released, it's a quarantine Christmas. And, and, and we also released a little bit of a, a heartwarming song that that's called Christmas this year that I would love to share with you because I believe it's, it's something that would be really, really fitting for this occasion. Is that okay? Okay. All right. Yeah, Take it away. I'll share, with, I'll share with you a little snippet of it. I'm not the best guitar player, but I will try my best. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out my window Frosted and frozen in time I placed the one finger on the surface And watched the cold blinker and flow to the sill Looking out my window Seeing the city so bright Laughter and holiday Smiles like the tree in the square With the fire in the eyes Christmas this year may be one day I can't remember Presents this year may be wanted I can forget It's having you need is the answer To all of my prayers That I'll have you and you have mine, dear. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. Uh, 
Christmas, Nevet, about about this year's Christmas, and it may be one that we can't remember, but it sure will be one that we will never forget. Oh, oh. well, so 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 thank you to you, JC. Stick around. Yes, all right. And a quarantine yes, Christmas, get it. And proceeds yeah. go to a great cause too as well. Yes. You're doing amazing work. Oh, thank and you so uh, much. That can I can be... I add? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Can I add that this song also fifty percent of the proceeds of of this of Christmas this year will be going toward another uh, an, another organization that we're really passionate about. It's called for oh, it's called for for the future. It's a, it's called for the future. It's an organization in, based in the Philippines dedicated to reforestation and empowering indigenous Filipino voices. So yeah, it's a really cool program that right now they're collecting donations towards uh, victims of, of, of the typhoon that, that has recently hit the Philippines. So if you would like to make a donation, please check it out at forthefutureph.com. Thank you so much. And you know what, can we get the songs on iTunes? Is that how you purchase? Yes. So, so they are both on iTunes, Spotify, and on YouTube, wherever you listen to your music. It's called It's a Quarantine Christmas, and the other one is Christmas This Year. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. We need more of you, JC Caldo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> oh, you. That might be actually a nice segue to a Allie. Allie, how are you doing? Me, I'm doing well. I'm doing as good as we can be right now. I'm not flourishing, but I'm tracking for sure. <laughs> yeah, so fill us in on Upside Down Tree, you know, doing such great community work, you know, just like JC is trying to do. It's been, I guess, a very challenging year trying to do that too as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I have to give so much kudos to both Katie and Kelly. Um, the Upside Down Tree with Carmen Aleshka being the founder, she it, art is everything to her and it means so much to her. And so we are really, really trying this year to support the arts as much as we can from so many different angles because it's, for me, it's incredibly therapeutic, but it's also a huge thing in her family and it's just a big piece of her family. So um, thank you for not letting this kind of get you down and um, still doing what you do best and what helps other people see see how beautiful the arts are. Um, but for us at the Upside Down Tree, things are a little bit different, obviously, with, with COVID being here. But I found that because of the way that, that we are set up and we do provide support, not only financial, but just volunteering, marketing help, anything like that, right, it's actually become a very high need right now. Because if you look mm -hmm. at different agencies they will have less staff or they'll have um, and that's due to COVID or funding or lack thereof um, or they'll have just a need right when it comes to hygiene products or just a need when it comes to stocking up their area so right now I found that this is actually a really really critical time for an organization like us to exist um, the only downside to things that are a little bit different that would really kind of change the whole upside down tree thing is we usually do two big events every year, two big ones that raise a significant amount of funds that we can distribute to different charities. However, with it being, you know, COVID and everything like that, it's been a little bit more difficult, but we've been looking around and we've been looking and watching so many different amazing events that have gone virtual this year and have done such a good job. That's one of the, the kind of silver linings about this, this whole pandemic is that we found innovative ways to kind of communicate with each other and I found that really really interesting so we're also looking at doing an event but we're looking to do it in the upcoming year in 2021 I don't think any of us could handle planning an event right now before the year ended 
but we are looking at 2021 and we actually want to keep it in the arts area as well. So we are kind of infamously known for our comedy nights that we like to hold. So we have been talking with our number one comedian, Megan Riley, who's just a gem. And we are going to be talking about how we can make that happen and how we can make a virtual show feel just as lively and as kind of therapeutic as it would be if we were sitting in a room full of people watching comedy. So everything's been really good. Everything's been busy. We've been uh, we've given our opportunity to have our first ever um, students, intern students. And right now we're actually working with students that are international. So we're just across the globe right now. And we're talking from different times and being able to bring somebody international in and showing them how amazing philanthropy is. And, you know, the gift of giving has been such a tremendous award for myself and for everybody at the Upside Down Tree. So Things are definitely going, they're busy. Um, we have a lot of things that we're looking forward to and I would definitely recommend checking out our pages and making sure that you're staying up to date because I can't even stay up to date. So make sure that you <laughs> check it out and see what we're doing because there are some really neat stuff coming. And um, honestly, what we do the most is just support the community. So if I can see you and you need support and you're, you need support, then I'm hoping that people will feel kind of inclined to let me know that because at some point or another, I'm going to need support too. And so one of the things that we've been doing is that it's difficult right now that to drop off anything gently used or used items for mm -hmm. donations, obviously due to COVID, right? Um, but what we have been able to do is declutter our homes. So not only are we kind of like taking care of our own mental health and the depression that we had of growing things in our home, um, we also decluttered our home and got rid of a ton of stuff. And through that, we were able to help a significant amount of families. So we've been able to provide hampers that will fill households with different items um, for kiddos, all the way from babies up to seniors. So um, we're still doing our part with what we can, trying to find those loopholes that we can still support people in. But uh, nonetheless, things are doing, things are going and we're trekking along, keep it on. <laughs> well, it sounds like this year hasn't been so bad. I mean, as whole part of it, we're hearing such amazing stories of people pivoting and, you know, living up to the challenges and, and changing things around. But, and for yourself too, Ali, I mean, this, this, through all of this, it's had a positive effect on you, I think too, right? And it's helped you. Absolutely. I, I would be a, such a, I would be such a fibber if I said that my mental health was A plus all year long. <laughs> Absolutely not. I've definitely had my downfalls. I live alone. Right. Um, so I don't, I actually don't even have any pets. I was looking at, I've been looking at adopting way too much lately, but <laughs> even a fish, I was like, I'll go buy a goldfish. Um, no, but it's been difficult for sure. Um, and so being able to see other people, whether it be from a distance or whether whether it be from my vehicle dropping something off and knowing that they're getting it and going inside with their kiddos and they're having somewhat of a holiday for themselves. It definitely feels that, that piece of loneliness and that piece of, um, you know, hopelessness, because I think that when we're able to help other people and see that it provides you with your own kind of sense of hope. So for me, this has been tremendously awarding. I don't know. I truly don't know what I would be doing if I weren't doing all these other things other than sitting here and staring at the wall probably for far too long. So yeah, I'm, I'm very, very blessed. <laughs> Aww, well, that's so good to hear. So good to hear. And I guess now, uh, Carmen, are you at the office or are you at home? Oh, I'm at home. Carmen's probably either oh. watching from home right oh, now or... Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm just not too sure. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> the screen is so small. Can I actually just walk up to the screen? Um, who am I missing? 
this is the first time ever. Be quiet, Robin. Be quiet. Seriously, um, because everybody's different on everybody's screen. Um, Tiffany, lady beside Susie. <laughs> I thought it was Carmen. <laughs> anyway, I will, <laughs> yes, um, I will figure this out. I was going to sort of open it up. Yes. Oh, um, your friend, uh, <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> Sorry, Andrea. So yes, you were my mystery Carmen. No. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I must. I don't even know who Carmen is. So it's good to know. Good. good. That's why you didn't wave. <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Andrea. So, oh, so how how are things going for you? I think things are going good, and uh, it's really good today to hear from uh, Kelly on uh, what MTC is doing. We had a board meeting actually last night and got to hear from her and Camilla and the board I know is really excited about uh, the show coming out, really excited that you know it's a free opportunity for anyone to listen in and participate. So excited to see what's gonna come of that and lift some holiday spirits. Mm -hmm. And a question to you, Andrea, now like being on a board like this and a lot of us do you know, sit on boards for nonprofits, a lot for the arts, Things have to change, don't they, too, right, on, on how we kind of look at fundraising moving on in the future, um, you know, how people are, you know, when are, when are they going to be able to be feel safe coming back to a theater, all those kind of factors. I guess, yeah, as a board member and kind of switching it around, it has been challenging, too, correct? Yeah, and just figuring out how we can support them in figuring out how people can get back to the theater, can get back uh, to live theater, I guess. And uh, it's it's been interesting discussions. Um, and and Kelly and Camille have done a great job at trying to pivot a few times throughout the year, like thinking, okay, maybe we can do this, and maybe we can do this, and what are we doing now? Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see how we can get back to uh, live shows and entertainment, arts, theater, all of it, because uh, I know everyone's craving it. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how we can support them, how, you know, as the vaccinations come out and how people get comfortable, because even then there's been a lot of discussion, uh, whether it's in like banking where I'm from or theater around how comfortable people will be, right? How comfortable are we really going to be in a big setting going forward? Um, so that'll be interesting to see how we all figure that out. Do you think, yes, like you had mentioned the vaccine, will that be kind of like the deal breaker then for opening the doors to theaters, to live music venues? Um, I don't know if it'll be the deal breaker. Like obviously no one can ever mandate the va vaccine, mm -hmm. right? Like it's not something that we would say definitely it's mandated. I think um, it's just once we get through this pandemic that will really, you know, we're taking we're following the government and um, the health officials on on what they're recommending. So um, we're just monitoring that really closely. So the vaccination is definitely the next steps because we want to make sure no one's at risk and that we're not putting people at risk and that um, that that's rolled out. But I don't know if that'll be the end of it. I think uh, we'll see what happens in 2021. Yeah, Kelly, if you um, want to uh, join in in this little conversation, have you? Well, obviously you've been looking at 2021. Um, any ideas? 
yeah, I mean, we're, we're hoping to, we have three um, smaller socially distant shows that we have uh, up our sleeve ready to, to roll out um, in this winter spring season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, after we come back uh, from the holidays, we're going to make a final decision on whether we can go live with the first one or whether we'll just just stream it. Um, basically, everything we're doing in the winter spring will be will be you know rehearsed as though it will go live and also filmed so that you know if if we if we have to you know stop the show mid run we can we still have it or or for people that are. Um, you know, don't feel comfortable coming, you know, and, and our, it's an 800 seat house, our John Hirsch main stage and Mm -hmm. about 120 people fit in it in the socially distanced map. So it's a small audience. Um, And then looking to, to, to 21, 22, which is, you know, starting our season traditionally starts at the end, you know, the end of September, it's a fall season and it goes all the way till May. Uh, Talking to colleagues of similar similar sized theaters across the country, none of us know what our season is yet, which is crazy because right now is the time when I would be getting board approval on my 21-22 season and we'd be, you know, preparing for our announcement at the end of January and rolling out as our subscription campaign. And, you know, your guess is as good as mine, even with the vaccine, uh, you know, that's a lot of, we have a huge population to vaccinate and, and then there's two, the two that have to be taken, two vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we don't even know how long it actually lasts. So it's all kind of a guessing game. Um, you know, I think a lot of people in the industry are hoping that uh, we can bring, you know, this time next year, uh, so if we miss main stage one, which is our October show, mm-hmm. and think about opening in the holiday season uh, with our second show, that's, that's a lot of people are talking about potentially that that might be when we return. But it's, it, you know, that's the crazy making part of COVID is, is that we don't understand what the future is. And so we're just kind of left suspended in space trying to make deci- <laughs> decisions or, or a variety of pathways to travel. Um, depending right. on how things roll out. Uh, I mean, I my heart goes out to you. I mean, Kelly, it's it's terrible, and I think that's the whole part of it is having so many different plans and and so many different kind of scenarios. Uh, but again, it's crazy just to be like a board member and trying to do your best and trying to figure out how are we going to raise money if we don't have something to sell, so to speak. But I think that, yeah, I think you're safe to say, and fingers crossed, a year from now, we'll be uh, opening up the Royal Manitoba Theatre Centre, I hope. (laughs) That's all we can do. Oh, so like for the rest of the ladies, you have joined in on these conversations. Oh, and I'm just going to ask to Maria. Uh, We joined, you joined again in the summer, or yeah, I guess early, early summer with your new venture, Carol Kia, and it has taken off. I am so proud and so excited for you, Maria. So I, there might be a few ladies that may not know of your uh, your company. So again, maybe just give us a little bit on what Carol Kia yeah. is all about. Absolutely. Yes, thank you for having me back. Um, so yes, I started uh, Carol Kia. It's an online uh, store and uh, we've been working um, really hard on designing uh, women's bamboo underwear. 
And so in the summer, actually during August for the month, we launched a campaign through Kickstarter. Um, and uh, Kickstarter is a, it's, it's a platform that you can launch the product and get some backers so you can go into production. So um, our campaign did extremely well and I'm grateful and thankful that you know that we got some a lot of supporters and because of that we were able to go into production and we've actually started shipping our product out last week of the women's bamboo underwear and to be honest like i said it's been a long journey but i i'm proud of the product and uh we've been getting some amazing reviews so far and um yeah and like you said we went live with the website last week um it's been so much work in getting it done like i said most of you have said that you know through this covid we had to learn a lot of different ways of how to go around it and it's been you know the silver lining through this process has been you know it's like you just got to keep working hard and um look for opportunities right so um i think you know with the online store this is, it was critical. And I think more than ever right now, I think there couldn't be a perfect time to go live with that website. And um, I remember a few years ago when I was talking to people about, you know, starting an online store of selling women's intimate apparels, they thought it was crazy idea. Like who's going to buy intimate apparels? You know, you need to try them. You need to, you know, feel the material. And I'm like, well, you know, um, I, anyway, you know, it was just, it was interesting to hear that a few years ago when I thought about the idea and I talked to a couple of my friends say, Hey, I want to do this. What do you think? And often, you know, I did hear that. Oh, I don't think it's going to work out because people need to try it on. But in here we are now. It's um, interesting how things have changed. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been challenging, but overall, like I said, I'm super excited uh, that we're finally able to um, um, show the product to everyone. And I can't wait for everyone to try it on and stuff. Wow. So 2020 actually has been the year for you, Maria. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. And the product looks amazing. And everybody has been giving such great shout outs for, for the underwear. And underwear yes. is very important, <laughs> as we all learned. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, and I guess, too, for you, it's been personally uh, an amazing year, not only for Karakia, but yourself, too, right? Absolutely. Um, it's been, you know, I went back to school uh, this year and it's also been different. Um, you know, I haven't been in school for so long and uh, I've decided to go back and um, learn more about what led me to this was, uh, it was my mental health journey that I've had and, you know, I wanted to learn more about it. And interesting, I actually started volunteering at Mood Disorder when Ali used to work there a few years ago uh and um i started going there just to learn more about it and uh, after that i decided to go to university and take some courses so just so i can learn more and you know hopefully give back to the community through volunteering so yeah so it's been an amazing year like you know it's it's it, um, taking courses at home has allowed me to stay home and also work on my business as well so it's been uh, like i said it's just the opportunities are there and you know i've used that to my advantage which allows me to focus on things that are important to me right now so it has been you know like i said a good year i guess <laughs> nevertheless well certainly one you'll never forget correct absolutely <laughs> yes no yeah uh, and so for my other all my other ladies here you've been like 
on this journey, uh, going back to, well, very beginning of April, um, this is our 45th show. And I think we've done a lot, talked a lot, said a lot. Um, so I'm going to go just starting around, well, Charlotte and Kirsten, 2020. Yes, it's not been a great year, but in other ways, it has been. Uh, you've done some amazing work. You put together the all-in peer support for families and been able to get out videos. So take it away, ladies. 2020, when has it met? Kirsten. Well, I think uh, given that Charlotte's one of the co-owners co of the company, I'm going to go after Charlotte because this is, this is your, uh, your baby, Charlotte. So go for it. Well, I, it couldn't, we wouldn't have uh, been so, so successful with All In, um, and this is coming from both Robin and myself without having you as part of it, Kirsten. So please don't ever, you know, not think that you're so valued in our company. Um, All In's been a huge year for Kirsten and me um, with the support of Robin. We've connected with so many families, not only in Manitoba, but across Canada and North America, just supporting them on their family's mental health journey. It's funny, you know, people hire business coaches to help them, you know, with their business. People hire lifestyle coaches to help them with their lifestyles, fitness coaches to help them with their fitness. But, you know, what are they doing to support their families? And that is just the area that Kirsten and I work so hard at supporting families on, you know, their journey. And that's what prayer support really is. It's, you know, helping families support what works for them and their family's mental health stories. So I couldn't be more excited what 2021 looks like, not only for our company, but all in. And uh, yeah, Kirsten, you got to add a couple things because. <laughs> well, well, thank you very much, Charlotte. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really fortunate because I absolutely love my job and I would never have this position if my family hadn't gone through some adversity. And um, it, it's that, um, that, that experience that Charlotte and I have had as uh, mothers that have um, kind of etched out this very unique field that we have and expertise where we've walked the path. We've, uh, we know what it's like to have a child, uh, a young adult that struggles with mental health challenge and what the toll it takes on the entire family because as you all know when a family member is struggling with mental health the entire family is struggling and then you put it into a, um, a young person and a parent and I think that uh, is even compounded and it's it's a really different journey and for us to have the expertise from I mean I'd love to say from A to Z and it's a nice straight path but it's, it's not that simple uh, and we're still on our journeys but for us to have that expertise and to be able to uh, connect, relate, give hope, uh, and say, hey, yeah, I get it, I've been there. Um, the feedback we're getting is just, I mean, I keep going back, Charlotte, if we had this when we were uh, in the depths of it, it would be amazing. So that's all I'm gonna say. There's lots of people to go around, but. And, you know, I'm just gonna add, um, and with the help of Tracy, um, I, I don't know if, you know, I know a lot of moms can relate to this, but those nights where you're not sleeping because you're ruminating and you know what's going on in your family. So Kirsten and I, with the help of Tracy, have created some amazing downloadable um, workshops. So they're, they're videos that you can watch whenever you, you have a moment and, as well as a workbook. And it's on you know topics of everything from you know what you think when you're suspecting that your child has a mental health challenge to you know how to support yourself through that to working through the shame and blame you feel from being a parent to 
you know, is, is going through the challenges of raising a child who struggles with, you know, mental health. Um, and we also include addiction in that. Um, we've got survival tips for families, which is one of my favorites. It's just, um, they're amazing. They're 20 bucks and you can download it, watch it during, you know, when you have a moment. Um, and then we do our, our free peer support groups that we have going weekly um, on Wednesday night. So it's just like Kristen said, we're creating things that we would have loved when we were at the worst moments in our family's uh, mental health story. So I encourage you guys, if you have friends or family who are struggling with this, send them our way. Um, we never return, uh, we never turn away a family who's struggling. And uh, yeah, I think that's, but thanks Tracy for, uh, for helping us create them because uh, without your support, they would never have been able to, to happen. And expertise, thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, it's, uh, that's no, no question answered. As like, I would help any one of these women here today at a drop of a hat and including JC and Robin. So Robin there, you're sitting right in the middle of my screen. You know, this screen is really small, okay? And if you're not wearing a distinctive Santa hat, and then both of you are wearing Santa hats, I'm like going, okay. <laughs> uh, Robin and Cynthia too. Hugs and kisses to Cynthia. Uh, so the both of you have become friends vis-a-vis -vis this <laughs> Q virtual chat. And I love making relationships happen, but Cynthia, uh, your journey is very interesting in 2020 because 2020 was supposed to be your year of making the world know who Cynthia Fortledge is, correct? And well, things have changed, but yeah. Cynthia is in England and she's safe and, and, and well, right, Cynthia? Yeah, absolutely. Um, hi, everyone. Good evening from uh, the UK. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. Uh, rather than live in 12 countries, I've lived in four. Um, so that's not bad, um, you know, given this year. Um, and I'm now really into a pre-settlement phase um, here in the UK. Um, since we last spoke, I have secured my citizenship. Um, I even have uh, medical services here now. So oh, wow. yeah, life is kind of coming together and trying to establish the Cynthia Fortledge brand here in the UK, but still, again, uh, the audience is absolute globally. Um, you know, I've been fortunate to partner with a group out of Los Angeles called Quilt. They have an app in both the Google and the Apple store, just Quilt. Um, and Quilt is a peer support network. So mm -hmm. on every Wednesday night, uh, I am hosting a peer support space for uh, depression and anxiety. And, uh, you know, just continuing some of the work that I've been doing, but doing it specifically in that space because it was a need. And uh, again, you know, just continuing to reach out and connect with so many audiences uh, that I have been um, and continue the work that I've been doing um, on my coaching business, working with uh, women and those in the LGBT plus community who are looking uh, either for life coaching or career coaching in terms of the moving. So, um, and there'll be some announcements coming up uh, mid-January 2021 um, that I've been made aware of that uh, will be noteworthy. Uh, so I'm excited to share that uh, as we go into the new year. So. 
yeah, oh. that's kind of where I'm at. Well, you know what? I think uh, the big thing that stands out in our minds for 2020 is yeah. um, acceptance without understanding. I know Kristen loves that. And you've expanded that too as well, right? As we got further and further yeah. in this isolation and pandemic. So I'd let you explain a little bit more, Cynthia. Absolutely. Yeah, I was blessed um, if, you know, if we look at it that way, because it was definitely a gift. Um, during my time in uh, Colombia, in Medellin, Colombia, um, I had a download that came to me uh, as I was meditating. And it said that, you know, we begin with acceptance without understanding, which is what everyone's heard me talk about. But that's not the end. We begin with acceptance without understanding. We grow to acceptance with understanding. And it's really that evolution that we continue to want to know and to understand, but we don't begin with the why. We begin with the acceptance and that creates an open positive space to have the dialogue to deal with, again, the why. Why are we different? Why do we not see eye to eye? And it doesn't mean that we will all agree um, which is one of the benefits of acceptance without understanding is that you don't need to understand someone. But if you disagree with what you're hearing, you also don't need to have that in your life either. And so that's choices that you get to make through life as you're evolving. So uh, I've been very, very excited that I was blessed to have this message to share and continue to take it and quite honestly still continue to find ways to share it with a global audience, uh, not just between uh, across the pond, as they say, between Canada and uh, uh, UK, but certainly find other nations where I can share the message and, and continue the work. Well, you're on your way in 2021, yep. Cynthia. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy for you and uh, all the Thank best you. over the holidays, too. Thank so, you. To you, too. Um, so, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes you're here you've made lots of friends on the show you've got Cynthia you've got Rami uh, all of these other ladies here Susie Rana I mean all of us it's it's the accent people love the accent <laughs> no through all of this though too I mean you work with um, two of your lovely uh, cohorts there that are so so brilliant Kristen and, and Charlotte your part business partner yep. um, it has been actually a, a pretty good year for Robin Priest live your truth um yeah like uh who would have thought that uh being crazy would have paid off so so well <laughs> in this year I think I uh, you know when I think about it like we've had so many conversations with people and it's not you know if you think like some people it's all about finances right it's not about that with our company if we wanted to earn big bucks we probably wouldn't be doing what we were doing but it's about the conversations about talking more about mental health not mental illness or oh my god this is awful don't talk about it but but being able to say to people, let's talk when it's not okay. Let's be okay that it's not okay. Let's have those conversations throughout the community. So 
like we've been super blessed to feel like we can have more of those conversations and do a little more in terms of tackling the stigma and discrimination piece. Because I think in the past, there's so many people that deal with, you know, days where they're not as great as they could be, but they haven't talked about it. And now we see more people standing up, talking about it. Famous, like people in the community who are just doing their daily stuff. And so I think in, in terms of that, that's why we've had a good year because we've seen people actually start to engage with each other and engage as community, right? And not be, I, I think it's the piece Cynthia was talking about, right? People are starting to accept more without always understanding and then being in conversations that allow them to understand that. So um, yeah, I, th I think this year has been, um, I would say very interesting and challenging at times and hard at times, yet not impossible and amazing to see people have different conversations. Thank you, Robin. We always enjoy hearing you speak. <laughs> You're most welcome, Tracy. It's always good. And happy holidays to everyone. And I did put something in the chat box. I just want to say it and then I'll shut up. I know it's unusual for me. I'm Australian. I don't shut up. But um, to give back to the community, um, and I, I live on my own, so it's not like I'm out partying at Christmas. Christmas Eve, 5 to 7, Christmas Day, 2 to 6. I'm having a virtual open home for anyone that wants to pop in for a minute or for the whole time um, to laugh, cry, be however in that conversation. It's not about people with just mental health issues. It's our community. So I know people from all over the world that I haven't spoken to in like 10 years were like, yeah, we're coming. So like if, if, you want to share that link. I, I don't care whether I've got one person on there with me or a thousand. I just want to open up and say there's someone here, like, and whatever it is, like, I'm here. Beautiful. Thank you, Santa. <laughs> oh, and I just got a, a little note. Uh, our first show was April 7th. 2020. And here we are, December 15th. And my two beautiful friends, Rana and Susie, <laughs> through thick and thin, through all of our, what have we morphed into now? But uh, our, 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 group of, our group of four has expanded into a group of more than 150 women that we have invited to chat here. And, uh, you know, I, I would not be here if it wasn't for all of you sharing your stories and and I don't know about Susie and Rana, but listening and hearing all of these conversations, it's helped me. How has 2020 and, and has, it, has it been for you, uh, Susie? <laughs> I will unmute myself. Um, it's been hard, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, this was a very challenging year, as it was for many people. Um, there's been loss, 
there's been sadness, there's been uncertainty, um, but as always, there's been moments of joy within that, right? So I think that this year has really been a lot about how to live with both of those experiences at the same time, right? How can I be so sad and uncertain about my future and yet so grateful to be alive and have my family safe and healthy? There's a lot of feelings wrapped up in that, right? So to me, I'm, I'm glad to leave this year behind, that's for sure. And I'm glad to move on to the next one um, with the lessons that I've learned and to apply those lessons to 2021 and moving forward. And, you know, whether you're job hunting, uh, life changing events, you know, having a baby, losing someone that you love, you, you are resilient and we have each other to draw upon for strength. You don't have to be strong all the time because none of us can be. And I think that that's a great lesson that I've taken from this year is that we don't need to be alone, but that once we share our stories and once we open up to be vulnerable and tell people what we're going through, so many people will say, yes, I'm feeling that too, or yes, I've experienced that too. And I didn't know it wasn't just me. And I think that is Oh, gift right. that this show that this uh conversation that we keep having gives to people oh thanks Susie you just froze a little there but no yeah it is it you put it all together very very much so in a nutshell and then Rana too at 2020 had definitely been a roller coaster for you girl I know yeah I'm you know I think I'm like everyone else I'm kind of happy it's kind of winding down and I don't know why we thought it was just the 2020 year it's not really the year it's like a moment in time um it could have been any time right it just happened to be you know we just call it the year so um you know every day gets better you know I think that we're all gonna manage our way through and um you know it is our last live and it's our last chat so I think leaving it with some bit of hope and some <laughs> some positivity instead of me always being like the bummer in every conversation, <laughs> which I have been all year. And I will say, you know, it was a really tough year for me and I, I appreciated um, your friendships and your your insight and the messages after we got off live um, of support. And um, I know a lot of you, you know, Charlotte, Kirsten, Robin, Susie, you know, a lot of you uh, had messaged me after just kind of checking in and I appreciate that you know it was a tough time so uh, for me I'm not going to say anything negative today I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad I'm just I'm grateful um, for your friendship and uh, Tracy for giving us the opportunity to kind of come together uh, once a week and you know see human faces and have really great conversations and learn from each other so you know there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to yeah it'll be different you know, but we'll, we'll manage, we'll get through. So that's where I'm leaving it at. I will not go anywhere negative this time. <laughs> oh, come on. Just one little one. <laughs> just, to, just to leave us, you know, come on. And I was just going to ask, is Linda still around? No. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Cause I can't see, but she's no longer on the screen. So uh, we send all our best wishes to Linda. I have a last question to all of you. Um, and I guess it might be a tough one, but maybe not. What do you most hope for in 2021? 
I'd like to be able to hug my friends. See? Good. Honestly, I just want to hug my people. (laughs) (laughs) And it seems like it's just kind of this small thing, but oh, my heart. I miss people so much. So that's mine. Okay. Who else? I have to say mine's the same. We are definitely on the same page, girlfriend, because I have half my family is in Portugal, right? So it, I have not been able to see them. I've missed a few funerals this year. I've missed a few weddings. I missed a few amazing events in my friends and my family's life that live there too. So I'm just like, can we let me get on a plane? Let me go there. Let me go eat some food in Portugal and see my family. So I am looking forward to that. Um, but I do have to say like, being alone with certain family members has been great. And for me, I'm just really, really ready to be able to just hug them. And I'm not sure I'm going to let go and maybe they won't like that, but that's just how I'm feeling right now. (laughs) How about you, JC? I hope that, that this year has served us all the best lessons that we can apply in the next year that we can finally just look at next year and be like, I'm going to, I'm just going to start doing life's too short. If anything, we learned that, man, we have as much as everything is going on, we have full control of ourselves and what, and what, and what we do with our time. And, you know, I just, I just hope that this year has, has, has really resonated that lesson that we can apply in the next year that we can just start doing, just doing mm-hmm. and living. <laughs> awesome. Maria. I think the same thing, I have to echo everyone else. I think for me is, um, is seeing my family and friends. Um, I, you know, it's not that I took it for granted, you know, before, but now it's, you know, it's, I can't really, I haven't seen my niece and nephew who I adore. And um, even just having, you know, missing people's birthdays, you know, before I would, you know, I've, it's again, it's not that I took it for granted, but you know, now I think I'm going to appreciate just having them over for dinner uh, and living the moment. I think more than anything is just being, mind, being mindful that how meaningful those relationships are to me. And I think um, now I'm going to look at different, a little bit different when I do have the chance to see my friends is really be in the present and enjoy every minute of it. So, cause now I realize that it's, you know, having Zoom call is not the same. So, <laughs> so I think um, that's, yeah, for me. Well, good. Kelly? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to riff on Cynthia's message of, um, uh, you know, grow to acceptance with understanding. I, I feel like the world uh, has had a really hard year and there's a lot of division in the world and a lot of uh, polarization, certainly south of the border, but beyond that. Um, and, and I, I just, I, you know, it sounds cliche, but I, you know, peace, uh, peace among people and acceptance with an understanding of our differences and, uh, and our common humanity. I'm really, you know, that's, that's, I think the most important thing right now is for, for, uh, for us to accept each other and, and come together. Oh, nice. And also step into the theater in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea. Well, that's a hard one to follow. Kelly's, Kelly's got one of the best, 
of the best ones there. So I feel like saying I echo that, but no, I, um, I, I definitely echo a lot of what everyone is saying here, hugging people, being with family and friends, um, just kind of our old normal life and not taking it for advantage. I think the one other thing I look forward to is really seeing my kids get to be kids again. I think that's been a big change. Um, with you know they can't even see each other's faces anymore they're you know they've got anxieties all kids I'm sure have anxieties around um, what's been going on so I really look forward to a time when we can kind of get back to the kids being able to be kids enjoy sports school and, and their friends as well as us oh, most definitely Cynthia well I'll take the liberty in the two things. Personally, um, I absolutely echo what Rana had started. Um, I have room in my heart for someone. So um, I know that Rob had put that out there before. So I'm putting it out there. Maybe it'll <laughs> work for me. So, um, but yeah, absolutely missing the, the touch, the connection. But I think rather than being selfish as to what I want, I think that as a society, as a global society, that we stop talking about going back to the old normal and realize how ineffective, how dysfunctional it was, how it was destroying lives and mental health and physical health in this planet. And that we absolutely need to focus on getting it right going forward. I'm reading reports that are coming out and, oh, that's what I hope is that we get our new normal, we get it right. Oh, words of wisdom. Yes, don't, we all do. Um, Robin. Um, I don't know if we'll always get it right, but my hope is that we actually stand up and say when we got it wrong and look at adjusting for that. Um, and I think my biggest thing is that people really do get to live their truth and live without fear. And I think that encompasses the people about harmony and peace and like that that we just get to go after our dreams, um, no matter what the world looks like, that we take that step without fearing that if we step into the unknown, oh, my God, um, because I hope that we're all there to support each other when we take that step. That's all. Simple, always simple, to the point. And Susie, give us some hope. I do have hope. I do. Um, yeah, my, my hope is to definitely hug people again and to, uh, I will not be turning down any invitations to go out in 2021 once this is all over. I'm going to be saying yes to everything <laughs> just because. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Doesn't matter what you're doing. You want me to read a book at your house while you sit there reading a book? I will come read a book with you. Yes. Are we going to go walking? Yes. Are we going to go for wine? Yes. <laughs> okay. Want to go sh snowshoeing? Yes. I will go do that. Yes. 
anything uh, to get out of the house, to be with people, to be out, go to a movie, even a crappy movie, yes, I will go. I will just eat the popcorn. But yes, I am so excited to go out and do things. Oh, everyone, though, this is fantastic. And I think, yes, I mean, uh, everybody's shared so many things that I think that everybody else is feeling. My hope is in 2021, I can have all of you in person here and talking and laughing and sharing um, together, uh, family and friends, definitely. But the relationships that we've made through this little venture has been amazing and continue to support each other. That's what I hope. Uh, if you ever need help, you know where I am and you know where everybody else is. So I think if we can just expand that into our community, I hope that we can help more people. And that's my hope for 2021. So have a very safe and happy holiday. Enjoy yourselves. Do whatever you like. <laughs> In the comforts of your well? own home. <laughs> I want to say a, a special thank you to you, Tracy, for bringing us together every week and for creating this wonderful community and to all of your technical staff, to Graham and everybody behind the scenes that we never see, but who are there helping to keep this show going. Thank you so much for being such a lifeline for so many people and for giving us something to look forward to every week and for being the cheapest form of therapy possible. <laughs> Thank you. And I don't even charge, no. <laughs> And don't forget, uh, go to Royal MTC, all is bright, uh, RWB's The Nutcracker Suite, and JC Caldo, go to iTunes, it's a quarantine Christmas, oh, and support everybody, show their love. So have a great day, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you in 2021, okay? Bye, everyone. Thank we'll you, Tracy. Bye-bye. Thanks, Tracy. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. Everyone too. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikeyou.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind what she said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. 
follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.